Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. This is our first episode. We're so excited. It is so exciting. Episode one, introducing Megan and Emmy. Today we thought we should start with just basically five things about us. So you could get to know us and decide if you have any interest at all in listening to us further. Or you could just unsubscribe right now. <laughs> Be like, I'm out. That's it. They're lame. Oh, by the way, do you know who else just started a podcast? Um, because they're copying us, I'm sure. Who is it? No, no, no. Brene Brown. No, she had one. Like she just she? started a well, she had one like years and years ago, but she just started a brand new podcast. Oh. So we're basically Brene. Basically. I mean I just wanted I'm to put that sure out. I'm sure that she heard that Megan and Emmy were starting a podcast and she was like, dang, I yeah. gotta get up there before they do, otherwise they're gonna steal all my listeners. There's no chance. There's no chance. We're no doubt equally as motivational as Brene. I just want to, yeah. Oh, yeah, please. If that's your expectation, (laughs) just stop listening right now. (laughs) Just go listen to some true crime podcast or something. Anyway, sorry. I mean, that's it. We're just going to introduce ourselves. So you may be confused as to why I'm calling her Mago, but... She's really Mago. In fact, my son was annoyed that I put on our cover art Megan and Emmy. He was like, I, I kind of was too. Well, and you called me, you called me Megan. You said I Megan, I think in the trailer. Yeah, I think so. And it was too. weird. It was weird to hear you call it me Megan. It was Mago. weird to call you Megan. Okay, so here's the thing, people. All growing up, my nickname was Emmo, but my mom spelled it E M M O. Uh, for some reason, I didn't like that. I wanted my name is E M M Y, so I guess that made sense. But to me, E M O just made more sense. But then, right about the time I was in high school, emo became a thing. Um, Remember emo? You didn't want you didn't want any of that. No, I didn't want any of that. But then, like really, I mean, I guess if you sound it out, E M O really should probably be pronounced emo, right? Right. But anyways, we spell it E M O. Mago and I spell it E M O. Anyway, then I met Mago, and she was Megan. And I was M.O., so we started calling her Mago. The funny thing is, hers stuck a lot more than mine. Yep. So, yeah, so she's Mago, and everyone calls her Mago. Yeah, lots of people. People that love me. People that love you or that love me, because I only refer to as Mago. I'm sure there's some people in my life who think that's actually your name. (laughs) (laughs) So unusual. (laughs) Anyways, that's why you will hear me refer to her as Mago most often. Pretty much always. Okay, so well, I was going to talk about you, but I feel like you're doing such a good job of talking about me. Oh, so did I just maybe start you talking about you first? first? Okay, so yeah, first of all, Mego lives in the great state of Colorado. She has been living there for the last twenty years, almost, almost, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. It was two thousand one. It's a sad, sad story of why she lives in Colorado. Actually, I, we both grew up in California. Mego grew up in San Diego, and then we met in college. Um. I guess I'm jumping the gun with the we met. Yeah, don't give too much okay, of that Okay, I won't story. give too much of that away. But anyway, when we both got married basically right out of college and she, her husband was offered a job with his brother in Denver. And she called me one day and was like, what do you think? Should we, should we move to Denver? And I think I was like, I don't know. Was I on painkillers or something? I mean, it made such a stupid. I don't know because I called you with like such fear and trepidation <laughs> because I knew that you were going to be like. Probably so. No way! Are you moving to Denver? What What are you smoking? Hang up the phone and call me back when you're in your right Which mind. Which is how I should have. That's responded. what I was expecting. That's what yeah. I should have said. But instead, I said, "I think you should move to Denver." The Lord clearly just took over my mouth. 
<laughs> and thought you should be in Denver. Anyway, she moved to Denver. It was the most tragic thing in my life. And I've been trying to get her to move back now for about 19 years. So, yep. Maybe someday. Um, anyway, that's where she is. So, Mego is married to her college sweetheart. I like to say that they really hmm. are m- yeah. meant to be because, um, I mean, they met because of me, really. I. It's true. My older sister. I'll let you take credit. I'll let you take credit yeah, on that one. I like to take credit for things. Um, my older sister was in a, not a sorority, but it was a little sister's group for a Christian fraternity on our college campus. And Pete was in the fraternity. And I joined the little sister's program. And I got Megan to join with me. And then that's how she met Pete. So really, you're welcome. Thanks, Emmy. You're welcome, Pete. Um, but anyway, Pete and Mago have two kids, Sam and Cora. Cora is 14, right? Yep. And Sam is yep. 12. And they're all kinds of fun. Um, Cora likes to pretend like she's an animal. Uh-huh. Of varying degrees. And Sam has the cutest little raspy voice you've ever heard. He probably wouldn't like me calling it a little raspy voice at the age of 12, <laughs> but... Oh my gosh. I, I don't think so. he'd mind. He loves you so much. Oh, I love my Sammy. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. You know what we're not doing? I think this is episode one, so we can have grace for ourselves. But I think we're supposed to say number one and number two. Mego, you're totally right. That was number one and number two. Right. Okay. Number one was who you are. Correct. Number two was where you live. That's right. Number three. Good job, Megan. Good job keeping us on track. I'm just trying to be the format regulator. She definitely is the organized one of the two of us. I got to offer something to this partnership. (laughs) Okay, number three, I'm going to tell you what Mego's Enneagram number is. Now, for those of you that don't know what Enneagrams are, I mean, everyone's heard the term Enneagram, right? There's not a person on the planet right now that hasn't. I should hope so. If you're my friend, you have. They probably don't know as much about it as you and I do, mostly you, because you are our resident Enneagram expert, but... Listen, if you don't know, you're going to learn some things because we will probably refer to our Enneagram numbers quite often mm-hmm. on this podcast. Faux show. Mego is a two. Twos happen to be my favorite Enneagram number, which makes all kinds of sense. Um, How convenient. The two is the helper. And she is, as you can tell from her helping me keep us on track here, she's really good at being the helper. Do you have anything else to say about the fact that you're a two? Um, No, but like you said, it'll come up a lot. Yeah, it will. You'll hear a lot about it. Um, Okay. And then number four is what we do for a living. So Mego has an Etsy shop. It's called Spunk and Love. You can find her there on Etsy. She sells some very cute products um, like baby books and adoption journals and pregnancy journals. She's got some Amazeballs packaging. (laughs) Again, thanks to you. I can thank you for my husband. And my cute Etsy packaging. You're welcome. Um, oh, and by the way, yeah, we'll link to my shop in the show notes. Oh, my gosh. Do we know how to do that? No, but I'll make a note here <laughs> to figure out how to Maybe do that. Maybe Jeff and Taylor can tell us how to link to the shop how in the show notes. That's such a great idea. Show notes. Okay. Okay. It's um, on the list. Okay. And then um, number five is... Something interesting about Mego. So she doesn't know what I'm going to share. I'm curious. I don't know what. Okay. I don't so know. So I had a lot of things I could have chosen from, but I chose this one because it's kind of my favorite story about Mego. Um, Mego and Pete like to travel, particularly Pete. Pete's an Enneagram 7, if anyone's following along. Um, and so they, and then Pete also grew up as a missionary, a missionary's kid. So 
he's done like all kinds of crazy traveling and things. But um, in the beginning of their marriage, they did a whole bunch of um, missions trips. So when I was this a missions trip? I don't even know if this is actually on one of your missions trips. Do you know what I'm well, going to tell? I don't know what we, there's so many, so many bad Pete and Megan travel stories. Well, because you've done a lot so of it's hard for me to know. Okay, well, is it India? Yeah. Uh, well, I think you're in Bangladesh. Were you not? Nope, never been there. <laughs> never been there. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Bangladesh is a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I think Bangkok. I think. Well, I have been there, but I think you might be telling the India story. Well, if it might have been India. Where's Bangkok? Is that not India? China. Is that in China? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bangkok's in Thailand. Thailand, right. We were Okay, you to were be in fair, India. We, you had been in India. We were in India and we were going to Thailand. Okay, but hadn't you not been with Pete? If you know what I'm talking about? Anyway. Okay, guys. They were not together. Here's, here's the really, really quick story. I was in India with my sister in law. Yes. Yeah. But I was about to go on an international flight to uh, Thailand. Right. So I was in like the domestic terminal in India and I had to go to the international terminal at, at where were, I think we were in Mumbai. Mumbai. Delhi. See, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. a B word. Mumbai. Yeah. And then, but Mumbai starts with an M. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Mumbai used to be Bombay. Well, see, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We'll say. So um, anyway, so I had to leave the domestic terminal and like re-enter the international terminal. Um, apparently in India, there's this rule that you can't go into the terminal like, this is so India. Like you can't go in the international, you can't go in the terminal like more than oh right, like two hours prior to your flight. Right. So she was, she had more time than that, but she wasn't with Pete yet because Pete was meeting her in the international terminal. Later. Correct. So right. she had to just like roam around outside the airport. So she gets outside the airport. If you don't know what Mego and I look like, um, you'll have to refer to our Instagram <laughs> account to see what Mego looks like. But she, she's a very petite, blonde, white girl. Okay. Blonde? I am not blonde. I know you're not blonde. I think of you as blonde because I, my hair is so much darker than yours. My hair's brown, people. <laughs> it used to be lighter. I don't know. I think it was blonde. Okay, it's brown. It is brown. She's right. Um, but I, my hair is dark brown, and so pretty much anyone that has lighter hair than mine, in my mind, is blonde. Okay. Okay. So she's okay. a petite brunette. I wouldn't call her brunette, though. But she's a petite, not blonde-haired girl. Um, and she is in India by herself. Okay? Well, and to be fair, so I didn't understand why I wasn't being allowed into the terminal. Um, and this Indian man with a very large sized gun was trying to tell me, um, in a language that I do not understand why I couldn't get in. And I was like, what? Like, I'm trying to be like sweet and nice and understanding, but I'm like, what? And then eventually he pointed to the sign and I figured it out. And then he told me that, um, I could go to the waiting area. I'm using air quotes. The and I'm like, area. oh waiting area that sounds nice so I walk up the sidewalk and the waiting area is basically like 200 Indian people packed into like a little roped off 10 by 10 foot area of sidewalk so Mego decided it would be a really good idea as a single no lone petite like we're talking blondish brunette she's like 100 pounds if we're lucky um to go just 
wander the streets of Mumbai by herself. So she hailed a rickshaw, right? Well, okay. So this rickshaw driver comes around. He sees me having this interaction with said Indian man with said gun <laughs> and turban. And he's like, oh, I don't want to be offensive no, and use an Indian you can't accent. Do the accent. Okay. He said, <laughs> ma'am, would you like me to take you to um, an airport hotel? And I'm like, no, obviously, duh. I'm not going to get into a rickshaw with a man I don't know. To go to a Thank hotel. You. Of course I'm not. No, bye. No. Then I walked, then I walk and see the waiting area and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then he like, it was like a, a loop, this airport road. So he loops back around and he, he asks me again. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, sure. So she gets sure. on a rickshaw with some random Indian man who sells, tells her he's going to take her to a hotel in Mumbai. Okay. It was a terrible idea. If this was my child, I would be freaking out. Well, so yes. She always I have, waits to tell me these stories until she gets home from her trips and is actually still alive. Would you like me to have called you? You should have called me while you were on the rickshaw, although I would have been freaking the freak out. <laughs> I was so scared. Oh like gosh. the second he took off, I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> But listen, I'm here to talk about it. So you survived it. All worked out. I think I should also say I had very recently, when she told me this story, watched an episode of, oh, what was that show called? Um, uh, Locked Up Abroad, where (laughs) this girl had been, I think maybe that girl was in Bangladesh. I don't know. That might be where I'm getting the P word. That's why you got Um, confused. But she had been like taken from an airport and put in a Bangladeshi jail. I don't know. It was all like, <laughs> I was just envisioning Mego being trapped in a hotel with some drug dealer forcing her to then strap drugs on her and take him out of the country. Mm. That's what I thought was going to happen. It was a bad idea. I would never do it again. I was desperate and tired. <sighs> okay. And well, I'm glad you're still here alive. to talk about it. The Lord loves me. He does. Okay. So that's my five things about Mego. So Mego, now you're going to tell them five things about me. Okay. My turn. Okay, who is Emmy? Well, <laughs> Emmy is married to her high school sweetheart. That's right. She, you know, had to one up me on that. I married my college <laughs> sweetheart. But they're perfect, classic. Emmy was a cheerleader. I mean, Nathan not a very was good a football one, but player. I was a cheerleader. It it's all very, very adorable. And the fun thing is they have such cute pictures. They've written all these schmoopy things in each other's yearbooks. <laughs> it's very sweet. And I absolutely adore Nathan Blakely. Well, he's awesome. He feels the same way about you. And it was fun because when I met you, you guys were obviously, because we met in college, so you guys were already dating. So I've just never known you. I know. I thought about that the other day. Apart from Nathan. But also, we hadn't been together. Except for that, you know, short little breakup. But we don't need to get into that. But we'd been together less than a year when you and I met. And I'm like, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking that's so weird because. You were basically married. (laughs) To Nathan I when mean, I met you. Basically. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it did. Um, okay. And then Emmy has three awesome kids. She's got Bo, who is 16. No, he's 17. 17. I'm sorry. He just turned he 17 did. last he month. He did just turn 17. I love that child. Mm, what's not to love? He's so great. He's amazing. And then uh, Emmy has two younger daughters. Penelope is, okay, I'm going to try to get this right because I know she just had a birthday too. No, she has no, a birthday. No, she's about to have a birthday. Tuesday. She's going to be nine? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Penelope's going to be nine. I love Penelope 
so much. I tell Emmy that she is always welcome to send her my way. And oftentimes I consider sending her. Mm-hmm. It may happen. Yeah, it, it very likely I may have will. some. I may have get a ring notification that there's some motion <laughs> at my door. And that a rickshaw and has it might brought be Penelope. Penelope to your door. <laughs> Did you say a rickshaw? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, of course, we have the grand finale of the Blakely family, mm-hmm. which is Georgia. Georgia. Who is five? Georgia is six. Frick. I know. She's Sorry. I just feel like. I feel like they've been little for so long. Oh, it's hard for me to keep track of their ages. Yes, they have been little <laughs> for an eternity. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. That was number one. Oh, right. We'll get this. We we'll will get eventually. This, By episode 12 or 13, we'll have these numbers down. <laughs> Pat. No problem. <laughs> number two. Emmy lives in Orange County. I'm, Born. I'm a real housewife in raised, Orange County. Never leaving. No. Been here forever. Um, didn't travel a whole lot until recently. No. But now she's becoming this world traveler. Well, we were. Cool. You were, and then COVID-19. <laughs> it just, just to, like, set the stage here, we're actually in the middle of quarantine right now. So I know, who knows mm-hmm. when you're listening to this. This might be a year from now or 12 years from now, but we're right <laughs> smack dab in the middle of COVID-19 quarantine at the moment. Yes. Yes. So, um. But yeah, just for clarification, so Emmy lives South Orange County, and I grew up in San Diego, which, right. for those of you that don't know, that's like an hour drive. Yeah, so very if close. she hadn't been so encouraging about moving to Denver, we could have been. We so could potentially live other. like an hour apart. We often say, "Oh, we could see each other every day if we wanted to." Mm-hmm. I would drive to San Diego every day to see you. We would. I, my um, Sam recently told me just the other day he was like, "Mom, I feel like if you live near Auntie Em, we'd never see you." <laughs> he said no, that. We would just all see each other all the time. I was like, "No, you would come with me." <laughs> okay. Um, number four. No, number three. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy is an Enneagram eight. Mm. Now, yeah. Eights are often called the challenger, but I much prefer. Not my favorite. I much prefer and see this in Emmy, the term the protector. The protector. I love that. Oh, I don't the know. The protector. If I Isn't that protector. cool? Yeah, that's special. And so eights are typically self confident, strong, assertive, protective, loud, resourceful, straight talking, decisive. I mean, all the things you are. And you have this. Um, you have this passion for the underdog, which is why I see that protector piece in I you. I do. That's for sure. Yeah. Eights are awesome. Eights? And eights and eights go I to mean, two. I'm, I will try not to go on too big of an Enneagram <laughs> tangent, but eights go to two in that's health. Right. I was going to say that. So I think that's partly why we love each other so much. Yes. And twos go to eight <laughs> in stress. stress. But so I look like, I look like a means- psychotic, angry eight. Maybe when I'm upset, so you, we get each other. I help you get out of it, maybe, because I'm the – I don't know how that works that way, but, yeah. No, I just think you can, like, you can come alongside me and be mad with yeah, me. Yeah, I guess that's you know? true. So. It works. Eights are awesome. I highly recommend finding one <laughs> if you don't have an eight Well, and if you, you are love. an eight, I highly recommend finding lots of friends that are too. I kind of, like, when I'm – when I'm like making new friends these days, I really I'm like, are you a you two? make them take a test? Yeah, like I'm. If, if you're not a two, I'm gonna have to really consider it because I really like mm. the twos. <laughs> you're like, I like your I like your outfit and all. Yeah, 
but you're going to need to take this test before we can be friends. (laughs) It's a good idea. Yeah, I think so. Okay, number four, Mm -hmm. what does Emmy do? Well. Well, what what don't I do, really? What what doesn't Emmy do? (laughs) Her current projects are, um, well, I mean, they're not projects. She works her butt off, but she is the, um, what's your official title? I mean, the founder of PHP? Yeah. Uh, founder and yeah. chairman of the board and president. Of PHP Ministries, which stands for People Helping People Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, we will put that in the show notes as well. <laughs> but if you know Maybe. Emmy through her, any any piece of her uh, infertility or adoption journey, you know um, about Choose Joy. Mm-hmm. And Choose Joy is a part now of PHP Ministries. Um it's amazing. I'm on the board. That's right. I didn't really have a choice. No. If no, I was going to be on the board assigned. or not. You were but I sure was happy to be a part of it. <laughs> I would have I would have said yes had I been asked. <laughs> um, she also has an Etsy shop. I do. Called Hello Happy Mail. And she sends out these adorable boxes of sarcastic joy to people. Yeah. Cheeky. Very um, cheeky. Very cheeky. Very Emmy. Super cute because everything she touches looks amazing. So we will link to PHP Ministries and Hello Happy Mail in the show notes. Very good. And I'm kind of laughing at my number five. Uh-oh. Because it seems so like vanilla after my amazing. Oh, my gosh. No, please. Rickshaw, like I mean, near near death experience I don't in have any Mumbai. rickshaw stories, so it's Okay. Fine. I'm just going to own it. Okay. Do it. Number five, something interesting about Emmy is that she likes disgusting candy. Oh, come on. She likes likes delicious candy. She likes, okay, first of all, she's always eating candy. Like there's a stash. Something. Yes, but there's always a stash of gross candy in her car. It's not gross. In her nightstand. So everywhere. She was eating some while we were setting up today. But the thing is, she eats like, Weird candy that no one likes. Like people, you can give us some feedback. Maybe oh. we'll 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 ask some. We'll, we'll do some polls pull on, on Instagram, Instagram stories. But yeah, who eats a mamba? Mamba. I mean, Anyone? I don't really eat mambas anymore because I found the haichu. Okay, that was next on my list. <laughs> haichu. Who eats a haichu? Haichu. I had never even heard of a haichu. Well, in all fairness, I hadn't either. And then my next door neighbor and friend Robin introduced me to the haichu when we were at this little. Japanese market, and I was hooked. And now I buy them by the Okay. Case. Okay. Well, and like you used to eat, I don't know if you still eat those, but you used to eat like the fruit Mentos? Yeah, of course I still eat the fruit Mentos. <laughs> I also buy only the, stra- I mean, I prefer the strawberry. I will eat the mixed fruit pack if I have to, but I buy like the strawberry. Like if you're in a quarantine and it's yeah, all you can get. Exactly. And I will say one big bummer about this quarantine is that I had not stocked up recently on my candy stash from Smart and Final. I like to go every once in a while and get a little candy stash from Smart and Final. I usually get at least a case or two of strawberry Mentos and a case or two of Haichus and maybe a case, case. of Abba Zabba's. But- yes, that's that wasn't on my list. But what the heck? Though, okay, and a star- and Starburst. Like you like all the like you didn't. I'm surprised you candy. didn't say Necco wafers yet. Off-brand candy that's like impossible to chew and is like in your teeth for the rest of the day. I'm sure. It's so funny to me. Teeth are so like, I'm going to have no teeth when I'm 80 because I chew all this crappy candy. You do like Charleston chews, which I love. Mm. And, but they're a little bit of an off, an off brand too. Yeah, for sure. Most people, a lot of people haven't heard of Charleston chews. 
Mm-mm. But they're yeah. delicious, especially those little mini ones. Okay. You, ta- you well, taught me about this, so I will be grateful. I approve of that interesting thing about me, even though okay. I'm, I think I will for sure be running a poll whenever we air this episode yeah. oh, about yeah. candy because I'm going to yeah. get some people on my team. There's going to be some team Necco wafers, even though those are not currently in production, but they're coming back, people. Allegedly, they're are coming they? back July 2020. Okay. I'll be sure to send you a case. All right. Well, now we have five things we're going to tell you about us. We've already mentioned some of them like briefly, but we'll expound a little bit. But um, number one. Yeah. Number one is how long we've been friends. So we mentioned we met in college. Um, we, we graduated high school in 96. So we are going on 25 years of friendship. Uh-huh. Um, Where are we going to go? We need to go on a trip. I, yeah. We definitely have to take some kind of a friend anniversary trip. I don't know. We'll see. We we got to get out of this quarantine before we can think about going anywhere. Um, so number two is how we met. And first of all, neither Megan or myself got into college when we applied to <laughs> the college that we wanted to go to. Now we sound old and stupid. Well, we're not stupid. I got in. You only applied to Cal Poly, right? But I applied to like a lot of colleges and I got into all of them except Cal Poly. Right. And so, so we both had we neither of us got in, which we were both like we were both good students. Like we I were know, but you know shocked. what? I wasn't as good as I thought I was. I I recently went back and found my high school transcripts and discovered that my grades weren't nearly as good as I remembered them being. So Well that's why I said good and not great. Yeah. We were good students. We were good students. So it was surprising that we didn't get in. And yes. we both had I had an older brother who was at Cal Poly at the time and and Emmy had an older sister who was at Cal Poly at the time right. at that time and they both they didn't know each other this is this is I like think they the had gut. like met before but they didn't like they weren't I friends I think they had no. met at Poly Christian Fellowship mm. I don't know anyways doesn't matter anywho so they separately told us we both called our older sibling like extremely upset that we hadn't gotten right. into Cal Poly and they both separately told us oh well, I remember my brother, I don't know exactly what Molly told you, but my brother said, okay, it's okay. I'm looking at this sheet of um, all the majors at Cal Poly and the percentage of applicants Accepted. that they yes. accept. Yeah. And I see here that, <laughs> wait for it, guys, wait for it. Food science. I mean, if you know Megan and Emmy, science. you just reek food science majors. I don't even, I didn't even know. I was like, I'm sorry, what? What is He this? said, Food science accepts 100% of their applicants. So why don't you apply for the summer quarter? Which was like this loophole that we Which was like use. like two weeks away. Right. Uh, as a food science major, you can get in and then you can change your major. And we'll, we'll talk about changing our majors in a second. But is that similar to what Molly told you? Um, yeah, I don't – yeah, I don't – it's all a little bit of a haze because I didn't actually – really want to go to Cal Poly that badly. I wanted my sister went there and I was tired of being Molly's little sister. I love my older sister, but I was tired of being her little sister and I wanted to go somewhere where I wasn't going to be her little sister anymore. So my parents really wanted me to go to Cal Poly. I wasn't all that into it. And I was fine going to one of the other schools that had actually accepted me. So yeah, I I don't remember. My mom kind of took charge after I didn't get accepted and was like, we're going to get you in. This is what's going to happen. We're going to apply to summer quarter. And I was like, whatever, you do it. I'm not doing it. So um, so we both applied for food science. Right. Um, for the summer quarter. For the summer quarter, which, uh, you know, started, like I left 
I graduated on a Friday. I went to like a graduation party Friday night and I got up at like 5 a.m. on Saturday morning and drove, was driven by my and parents to college. I had not graduated yet from high school, went on Saturday morning before my high school graduation That's to right. go move into the that. dorms and then met, and then I had to go back home and finish high school and graduate, even though I had technically already started college. Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. But anyway. see, so because we were the only female right. <laughs> food science freshmen, I mean, that's I a lot of Fs. Was female food science point? freshmen, right. they matched us up as roommates. Right. Um, for that summer quarter, which, I mean, hello, God was just like, I got yeah. you guys. Yeah. I mean, and it, it was, was amazing. Clearly, I meant remember to be. the first time I saw you, Emmy was wearing. Now, keep in mind, it's nineteen ninety. It's June of nineteen ninety six. Right. Emmy is wearing. I think it was a red polo shirt. Yeah, it was. Uh, she was like, yeah, I still have it. Well, and, no, I don't still have it. I just remember the picture. And then she had on, I, were they denim overalls or they were like khaki? No, they were denim. We both had denim denim overalls on. Didn't you have denim overalls on too? I, I'm sure. I think you had a white shirt and denim. Because I was cool. Yeah. We, I, probably had, I probably had like a white wife beater tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You uh, probably did. Yeah. But then the best part about Emmy was she was wearing, I think weren't you, you were wearing red Converse yeah. and she had rainbow Obviously. ribbon in her hair. She Obviously. had like this little like cheerleader ponytail. I mean, I'm not and a monster. She had, she had rainbow ribbon and I am not a rainbow ribbon in my hair kind of girl, <laughs> but I instantly was like, I love her. Uh, for the record, I'm still a rainbow ribbon in your hair kind yes, of you girl. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. And I would put rainbow ribbon in my hair, if you ask me to, like you for cheap probably have. I think you probably I have. Probably, that. probably have. <laughs> that is, and that's how we met, and we it was truly love at first sight. Like it we was. Just, we're instant besties, and yes, yeah, it was. Beautiful. I think. I mean, I, it was so clear that God had just orchestrated the whole thing. That yeah. Wait, why would we not be best friends? No. Clearly, that's what He was trying to do. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, so. Um, now, number three is that we were going to tell a funny story about us. So along the same lines, because this is in the same theme of food science. So because we were both food science majors, at Cal Poly, you had to take classes in your major because you had to declare a major. A lot of colleges, you don't have to declare a major to like your junior year. But at Cal Poly, you had to declare. and you Because had to they be don't taking... want people to do what we did. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were discouraging the getting in with the food science loophole. Um, you had to be taking classes in your major or else they could kick you out of your major. And if you got kicked out of your major, you got kicked out of the school. So for the first few quarters that we were at, both at Cal Poly, we had to take food science classes until we both subsequently a year. changed majors. I, I got out of it quicker than you did. Why? That's not – Because you were why? trying to get into a more impacted major, I think. Oh, yeah. And I had more okay. credits, I think, from AP classes. So I was technically a sophomore quicker than you were. But yeah, my, my brother didn't mention that piece and I probably would have been like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I could maybe phone. just go to community college what for classes a year. Am I gonna because have to in case you don't know, food science, because you're probably all shrugging your yeah. shoulders like, the, what the heck science? is food science? So here we go. Food science is the study of the physical, biological, and chemical makeup of food oh, nice. and the concepts underlying food processing. Okay. Food so you need, processing. Oh, wait, wait. And... Food technology is the application of food science to the selection, preservation, processing, packaging, is anybody distribution, yet? and use of safe food. Okay, so that's a little background for this story. Okay, so we 
I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. So we take this, for, I think it was Food Science 101, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the lab, remember? Yeah, it was the lab portion. There was like a, there mm-hmm. was like a lecture portion by, by Dr. Monacalvo. Remember Dr. Monacalvo yep. who spit oh, yeah. all over everyone? You, had, you couldn't sit in the first few rows of his class because he would spit while he was talking. And uh-huh. then there was the lab portion. And we were in the lab portion. And the, one of the first things we had to do in our lab class was make salsa for the Cal Poly gift shop. Yep. So there were like maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 people in that class. And we were mm-hmm. all divvying up the duties. And somehow Mago and I got assigned to chop onions. Not just, yeah, not just chop onions. Like chop like 50 pounds of yeah. onions. And you have to picture like a full-on, like we're in like a factory, like yeah, a warehouse like factory a type factory. thing. We'll, we had we'll hair post pictures. On. We have, we'll post pictures on our Instagram feed because we do, we have fantastic pictures of us in our hairnets and hard hats. And hard hats. You had to wear yeah. a hard hat. They were required. We had to wear booties on our feet because we were very committed to, you know, safe salsa. That's right. It's, I mean, it really, we'll, we'll post the pictures. You all can laugh. We were crying so hard. <laughs> do you remember this? We were like. Yes. And we couldn't, our hands were covered in onions. So we were like wiping our faces on our sleeves like it just envision what it looks like when you cut one onion in your kitchen and we were cutting. what I don't remember what I don't remember and I wish I did was like there's two scenarios here how we got stuck cutting onions it was either that we're like the two rents of the class who clearly don't want to be there and and everyone was like let's have those girls do the onions or what's more likely is that we were goofing off somewhere in our own little Mago MO world, Probably. and it was the only thing left. And they were like, um, okay, we'll just make those girls chop the onions. They're annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I don't know. It was a good time. So it made a great story, and now we have fantastic pictures to commemorate we do. We'll, our we'll, season. We'll find it and we'll food science majors. Okay, number four. Number four is our favorite thing to do together, which I mean, really, our favorite thing to do together is nothing and and everything. Nothing. Yes. You know how like when people come into town, usually when I have someone coming into town, I try to put a little like thought into it and I'm like, okay, we could go on a hike. Like we should definitely go to this restaurant downtown. Go on a bike ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on a bike ride. You know, but when I love when Emmy comes because I'm just, I don't plan anything because no, I know that we're we, just going to. Actually, we sometimes do plan things and then we do none of it. Oh, well, that's because true. We have sometimes we have grand ideas for ourselves, but then we end up just sitting on the couch, yeah, drinking wine, drinking eating wine. yummy food and laughing. Yeah. And this is why it took us like a year and a half to actually bring this podcast to fruition because every time for the last like 2 years that we've gotten together we've been like, let's record an episode of a podcast. And it hasn't happened. It took our friends finally nudging us hard enough to do it. Yes. Um okay. And then number 5 our last number five, this was this was an unusual episode. There's not normally going to be three sets of five things. Mm-mm. This is just a special intro episode. But yeah, our last usually, number five. It won't usually be this long. No. Is why we are starting a podcast. So I started doing this thing on my Instagram account a couple months ago, I think it was now. Maybe a while. I don't know. Um, and I just one day started doing it and I called it Five Things Friday. And I said, I'm going to just share five random things on Friday and people liked it and they were watching and so people kept asking me to do it so I I've been doing it now for a few months I do it every Friday it's 
totally just like five random things I'm thinking about that week. And I take notes throughout my week about what I'm going to talk about. And then on Friday mornings, I do five things Friday. So a few times I've been with Mego when I was recording my five things Friday and she joined in and we really are much funnier together because mm. we're a little bit like Lucy and Ethel. Mm-hmm. And who's Ethel? Well, you're Ethel. Probably me. I'm the disaster, and you're the one that's trying <laughs> to keep the ship afloat. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll accept that. Okay, um, but you're not fat and old. Yeah, that's where I was getting hung up. Okay. But I'll let it go. <laughs> We'll clarify. Um, but I, and I would cuter. never wear, like, I would never wear red lipstick like Lucy. Right. And I would. You totally would. And I also would be making chocolates and not know what to do because it wasn't going right and stuffing them all in my mouth. <laughs> that would totally be me. <laughs> Anyways, so we, uh, so we were like, we should really do a podcast. And we originally had a totally different idea for our podcast, but we have melded the, it has had many iterations and we finally came to this. Let's just do five things like I do on Instagram, and then we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. We don't have to be, you know, put in a baby doesn't want to be in a corner. Don't put baby that's in a corner. Right. That's so, right. So that's it. That is it. Oh my gosh. Episode one. We check, check. It. We, we did it. it. Do you think anyone's still listening? I'm, of course they are. Oh, I hope so. Okay. Um, if you enjoyed episode one, this is like, we're going to be much more concise. We're going to, Maybe mm-hmm. remember to use our numbers in upcoming episodes. Um, We've already discussed that this one will be a disaster and we'll look back and go, right. oh, ha, ha. <laughs> Episode one was such a mess. It was a mess, but it's fine. Um, Jeff will clean us up as well as he can. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be, sometimes we're going to be just talking about five random things. Sometimes we will be talking about like the five things we have to talk about, about the latest show we're binge watching. Um, or the best documentary we just saw, or maybe sometimes we'll be interviewing someone and asking them to tell us five things. So you kind of never know what you're going to get with us, but that's half the fun, I think. It is half the fun. And we're so glad that you, um, were hanging out with us today. Yeah. If you and our best friend too. We have to tell them what to do. This is what all the podcasters, like the real podcasters. I know. I'm trying. Oh, okay. Sorry. So... Give us a review. I don't, can <laughs> people star. do that? You have to say five star. Give us a five star review on, on iTunes. Yeah. And it helps. Um, Apparently that's us. what the people say. That Every podcast I listen to, which is a lot, they say that at the end. So I feel like I we know. should say that. I think so too. And give I, us a and review. I people reviews when I like them. A good one. A five star review. If you don't want to give us a five star, just move on. Absolutely. <laughs> Five star or nothing. That's right, people. Okay. And uh, make sure you follow us over on Instagram at Grams Five. That's the number five things podcast. And yeah, thanks again for listening. We want to thank Jeff and Taylor with Good Ear Audio for the amazing editing and sound production because we're sending them a big fat mess and they're going to make it sound really good. They're going to make us sound a little bit better. If we sound at all decent, it's because of Jeff. True. All right. Have a good week, people. Thanks for listening.